With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in and listening. Before we get going on a roll here with Larry... I uh, just wanted to make sure everybody knows we got a brand new Prophetic Insider up. It's free for those who are on our membership list. And the Twilight Magazine will be going up. And uh, uh, don't forget also, if you join for nine ninety five a month, uh, forever months we got left before we're all annihilated or uh, brought down by an EMP device, uh, there's all kinds of news. Patty keeps that up daily. She does a wonderful job on it. And uh, it's news. She filters through that news. So it, it's really only news that would count basically to a Christian, and it would have some prophetic significance. Anyway, we're, uh, Larry, are you there? I'm here, Stuart. Uh, first thing I want to get into, and it's very, very important for everybody listening, world, worst drought in over 1,200 years, according to the news report, U.S. 200 mega drought, which will be the worst for 1,200 years, here's what to expect. Uh, these are experts. Scientists, in fact, are already issuing warnings of an increased risk of wildfires, places such as California, parts of the western United States. Uh, they said... Uh, what is being described by scientists is the second worst drought for 1,200 years. And uh, the western U.S., a region at the front of the world's fight against the warming climate, is on the verge of a mega drought, according to a report by CBS and the U.S. Drought Monitor. Now, what's interesting about this is they're, they're calling it for the West, but right here in Wisconsin and Minnesota and whatnot, we are under an abnormally high uh, kind of a drought right here. It's been very, very dry. But what I wanted to bring this up to you for is Jeremiah 50, 37 through 39, and this is a prophecy against the United States of America, a.k.a. Babylon the Great. A sword is upon their horses, and upon their chariots, and upon all the mingled people that are in the midst of her, and they shall become as women. A sword is upon her treasures, and they shall be robbed. Well, they're already robbing, and a lot of this stuff has already started to happen. 38. A drought is upon her waters, and they shall be dried up. 
for it is a land of graven images, and they are mad upon their idols. Uh, so uh, that means your lakes, rivers, streams, ponds, etc., will all go dry. And it's not just in the West. It's going to happen all over the United States. And when you have a drought, you have no water. Water is a code word for love. It's just another symbol or symbolism, I should say, of the love's grown cold in the United States of America. Anyway, I just thought you should know about that uh, before we get rolling on other things. Because uh, there is going to be, if this is the Jeremiah drought, and it's right on time, actually, uh, for the 1335 date that's coming up in May 20th, this may be the start. And it takes about two to three years. And this drought just simply deepens and deepens and deepens all over the United States. And the way it really is worded, and this would be hard to uh, understand it would be that the Great Lakes also would dry up. Uh, so, kind of interesting. Okay, Larry, what in the world is going on over there in, um, I guess they really pronounce it Belarus, I was told, but I don't know. Belarus is good enough for me. Uh, what's the latest over there? Well, uh, yeah, Belarus is fine. Uh I got a call this evening from somebody that has contacts in uh, Ukraine and Crimea, and uh, I assure you the situation over there is dire. Uh, You know, of course, uh, information is that the Ukrainian government basically is a criminal cartel, really, really bad guys that work uh, apparently for uh, Biden (laughs) now, Mm -hmm. and uh, they poked the bear. They provoked Russia to the point, I don't think you can take it back, or apparently they can't take it back. But uh, something happened uh, early Sunday today that seemed to kind of broke the yoke, if you will, or was the last straw. I don't know. But uh, basically what happened was, and this is coming from Hal Turner, RT.com, you know, Sartre Falls got stories on it, and it recently came out in Yahoo News, so it's getting out in mainstream media, mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. there, was, there was an assassination plot against the Belarus president, uh, Lukashenko, and it was also a plot to not only assassinate and kill him, but to literally take out most of the Belarus government and uh, a spring a revolution, and apparently the data is that uh, two of them were captured. The, the FSB, the Russian FSB, broke the uh, conspiracy and captured at least two of them. Others fled out of the country. Uh, and oddly enough, uh, you know, the uh, Belarus president wasn't killed, and they didn't get the coup to operate like it should have. However... Uh, interestingly, they're reporting, and of course this comes from Russia, uh, that uh, those captured were connected with a, the CIA and special operative units that were operating in that region. And at the same time, 
oddly enough, and matter of fact, right here on Yahoo, I'll just read this. This is Yahoo News. This is everyday mainstream America. Russia arrests two alleged Belarus or Belarus coup plotters. <laughs> Russia says plot was to kill President Lukashenko and overthrow the uh, Belarus government. One plot subject has U.S. citizenship. So they basically have a U.S. citizen in custody with a plot to uh, take down one of the Russian satellites there next to Ukraine. Yeah, that's probably not a good move, (laughs) I would suggest, to Biden and his deep state. You're messing with the wrong guy. This is from Sorcher Fall, a warning not heeded by socialist leader Biden is evidenced by him persuading his British allies to announce that warships from the U.K. Royal Navy will, in fact, sail for the Black Sea in May in solidarity with Ukraine that caused President Putin to retaliate by authorizing FSB to begin the immediate arrest of known CIA operatives uh, and release a restricted press announcement, the FSB of Russia, together with the KGB of the Republic of Belarus, or Belarus, I don't know, suppressed the illegal activities of citizens of the Republic of Belarus and as somebody else, and they got a whole bunch of names I can't pronounce, who were planning a military coup. And uh, I guess they busted it, like you just said. Wow. Uh, anything from uh, uh, Putin on this at all? Well, let me read you the the next one that came out this evening, only hours after this uh, assassination attempt was revealed and the plot broken up. Uh, This is uh, covert intel from Hal Turner, and here it is. says, after assassination against uh, Belarus president was disrupted, Belarus is now to merge with Russia. It doubles the border area with NATO and exposes all of Ukraine to Russian invasion. Uh, Also, uh, let's see, I'm scanning real quick to make sure I don't say something that I shouldn't. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Intel circuits are buzzing Sunday that the foiled assassination attempt or plot against President Lukashenko was approved by USCIA because Lukashenko let in the Russian army into Belarus or Belarus to face Ukraine says that Belarus opens NATO's entire southern front open now with Russia obtaining uh, Belarus there that opens up the entire southern NATO nations to an invasion if uh, Russia decides to go that way well they can't imagine with all the logistics uh, the hospitals being set up etc etc they're jamming now too um communications they're up to something and here's something that uh, i think this probably came out before this assassination attempt the danger level in russian aggression it's not really russian aggression it's (laughs) this is how they're portraying it against ukraine has been escalating since 15 april 
Ukraine will opt to arm itself with nuclear weapons first defense if NATO does not fast-track Ukraine admission into the mutual defense pact as a deterrent to Russian aggression. I can't imagine NATO is going to do that, but they might. Russia and Ukraine have expelled each other's diplomatic representatives. The U.K. will send its naval forces into the Black Sea. It's likely other members will also join in that deployment. That will, uh, if Putin believes they're going to do this, he'll block the whole thing. U.K. will send its naval forces to the Black Sea in May. It's likely other NATO members will, of course, join in. The U.K. and Russia crisis is ready-made for EU proponents of their own military forces to deal with, with threats such as this to the European peace. Well, like you've been saying, and I believe, I think there's a lot more going on here uh, with the amount of forces that they have uh, assembled, the Russians have assembled, it appears to me that they're probably, when they go, they're going to go for much more than just Ukraine. Uh, amazing. Well, go ahead. Well, what I've been, if what I've been, the intel that I've been reading, uh, if true, and and some of it was, uh, you know, I had talked to someone, uh, that uh, basically the Russian Navy and the Army and uh, their forces basically are ready to go into the Ukraine uh, you know, they're poised right now. It's not like they're going to have to get ready or spend from now till May to get ready. It's like they're ready. And uh, oddly enough, let me read you these two headlines. I'd like your comments on them. The first mm -hmm. one is very interesting. UCOM, which is the European Command, now has raised their threat level from a potential crisis to a potential imminent crisis now that pertails something really yes. is up bigger than ukraine and then this second one just came in a while ago it says russia brings in tanks now with fording units which puts the air intake on the tank eight feet above the tank where those tanks can cross rivers and needs no bridges or floats so apparently russia has moved to the forward areas tanks that can go now they don't have to wait for the water to run down they don't have to wait for a build a bridge to be built or a ford you know to be made they can mm -hmm. go almost any time so i don't know it, it don't look uh and i've got another you want to comment on both of those and then I, i've got another one i want to uh address but i'm going to have to be careful how i address it well, you know, it's kind of interesting because there was a prophecy, and it was, I don't know if it came from our friend over there in Norway or not, but in the war that's coming where the Russia takes uh, Europe, it said that they had odd-looking craft that came out of the sea itself and uh, that they were kind of like a tank. So maybe this is just... Uh, uh, forewarning symbology of some equipment they secretly have, and uh, now they're trying to retrofit just normal tanks with something like that. Uh, I know you can get Humvees and stuff like that to operate underwater. As long as they get air, the engine won't quit. Uh, they've waterproofed them in some way. I don't know exactly how that works. 
Yeah, go ahead with uh, the other intel. Okay, the other intel, I've got to be really, really careful how I say this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you, even though I have positive information, I'm not going to make a statement. I'm going to ask you a question, Stuart, and get your opinion of what if what if that happened and what would that seem to mean to you that's about to come to pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. let's, let me ask you this question, Stuart. What, what do you think, how serious would it be, or what do you, would you expect if by Wednesday all the diplomats from America, even the U.S. ambassador, would not be in Russia anymore? Well, usually when you uh, do something like that, you you know expel your ambassadors. Both sides usually do it, tit for tat type of thing. Uh, that means war, and we have to remember that it was Putin who told NATO and the U.S. You get out of Ukraine by the 21st, or I'm going to attack. Well, not only are they not leaving, they're they're building their forces. So this would only, to me, would lead to total war. And that, by the way, could escalate almost immediately into World War III. And you can't fool around with this high-tech stuff. You're either going to go for it or you're not going to go for it. It's going to be one or the other. Yeah, Well, and also at the same time, yeah, at the same time, it also seems important that you can't move that number and everybody's moving them you can't move that number of nuclear weapons and not have something go wrong if you will i mean there's too much weaponry being moved into into place and so but also something else uh you know from someone i talked to indicated that the ukrainians themselves not the government that's two two separate entities the Ukrainian mm-hmm. government, which is, I guess you could say, Biden's folks, uh, they're totally separate from the poor Ukrainian people that just live there as Ukrainians. And as a matter of fact, oh, by the way, I was going to tell you, I had somebody that knows Russian tell me uh, what Belarus means. Do you know what Belarus actually means, that name? No. Uh, white Russian. Really? Boy, yeah. this is a racist war. <laughs> they're actually, they, yeah, they're actually, they're actually Russians, and and so, uh, with that being said, though the in- information coming out of the Ukraine from the people on the street is they are really, they expect to literally be destroyed. They said that America is basically coming, is causing them to be devastated and destroyed, because according to their reports from the streets, the military, the Russian military facing Ukraine right now is literally unstoppable. You cannot stop it once it starts. Yeah, once they give the call to go, then it's then it's done. My guess is they would try not to hurt as much uh, collateral damage, rather curtail it as much as possible, because I think most of the Ukrainian people would probably prefer to be under Russia's wing anyway. In fact, it was the uh, former president of Ukraine, as I understand it, was pro-Russian, and so the CIA formatted a revolution to, or um, I guess you could call it a change of leadership <laughs> that we yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, they, they right? call it regime. 
They call it regime change, Stuart, and it's kind of <laughs> outfitted similar to how they outed Donald Trump. And uh, the CIA, although not mentioned directly in the Bible, is mentioned. And if you're a CIA and you're listening to this, all I can tell you is you're on the wrong side of the street, my friend. And uh, you people are the ones that stir up trouble all over the world. And don't think Jesus Christ doesn't know it. And he's going to squash you people like bugs when this thing is over. Not a good place to be, I don't think. You'll find that, I believe, uh, it's Habakkuk is one place you'll find it. And uh, those that you spoil, do you think they will not come and spoil you? Uh, those uh, where you have had your regime changes, do you think they're not going to come and get you too? Uh, America has gone totally satanic, totally insane. They are believing the lies. I got a very, well, I can't say it was a nasty letter. The lady was really upset when I was talking about Michigan. And, you know, I said, well, I, I have no sympathy for the people of Michigan. And she got all upset. Well, there are uh, those of us who are really fighting for change over here. But the point is, most of Michigan is not. In every state, there are people fighting this new world order. The problem with it, it's not them. The problem is with their neighbors who won't do anything. They won't help them. And that was my point. And so when I say the people of Michigan, I've said this before a number of times, if I use the phrase the people of America, I'm not talking about those people who are involved in the fight against all this. I'm talking about the vast majority of people in the states are twiddling their thumbs and paying no attention whatever to anything that's going on. Not only that, the people that are fighting, they fight them as well. Uh, this is what happens when a nation goes under judgment from the Lord. So anyway, uh, I didn't mean to offend this lady by doing that, but uh, that's what I meant by it. And the same thing with Christians. There are a lot of Christians who are really serious about the Lord. But by and large, most of them are not, which is why Jesus says many and few. Uh, that's what the term remnant actually means in some ways. It means a small amount, tiny group within this huge group called Christians. Uh, it's always been that way. Most people just don't want to be disturbed. and They don't want anything changing. And uh, anyway... Uh, as long as it doesn't hurt them, they're quiet, eating their brats and watching TV. That's all they want to do. So here's another thing. The sharing agreement means that Ukraine is almost completely surrounded now by Russia or Russia favorable countries. And if a fight erupts between Ukraine and Russia, it is now likely Ukraine will be disintegrated and won't even exist as a country anymore. Uh, is that your take, too? I think that's probably true. Yeah, I think probably after this, uh, after Russia makes a move, Ukraine probably won't be a Ukraine ever again. Yeah, and it's kind of uh, interesting that in that prophecy, Crimea went to the Russians first, and then it said that when 
the Russians get into Constantinople, Istanbul now, uh, then the Messiah is about to arrive. And here we are. I mean, this thing can go down instantly, actually. Well, sure. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I think, you know, you're mentioning Constantinople. We have literally, you and I both have seen uh, Turkish troop transport planes at the airport in Kiev, Ukraine. They're deploying Turk troops. That's NATO. Yes. Yep. And uh, this is, uh, it's going to explode, folks. Unless the Lord says, no, nah, it can't happen, or Putin uh, becomes uh, more gentle than he, <laughs> than he is, he's going for it. If I were Putin, I'd be going for it. Because I know who started all this. And it was the United States that started it. It was the United States and the CIA that started it. They're the ones that start almost all these things. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, this is, we've watched close, you and I both have, uh, since the four, you know, basically Obama and Biden were trying to implement this under Obama. But that didn't work out. And then Trump got in instead of Hillary Clinton, and Trump's foot was literally in the door preventing this war or preventing this crisis until they got rid of him. And then immediately, just within two days maybe, Biden began that same Ukraine attack against Putin and Russia. He started it all over, but he included NATO bigger in it this time. Yeah, Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> it's all about Russia, Russia, Russia. Well, in, in some ways, biblical prophecy-wise, they're right. But uh, uh, it's not wise. If you understand prophecy, let, let me word it this way. It would not be very wise for the United States to go against the Soviet uh, Russia at this point. And I say Soviet on purpose because a good share of the uh, military exercises that take place with Russia – all include a good share of the satellite things that made up the Soviet Union. And you might remember in, in uh, Glasnost and Perestroika, they said it was all just a ruse to uh, put the West to sleep, but the Russian Soviet Union was still intact, basically. And it appears that that's probably true. Uh, here's an interesting comment, though. More diplomats ejected, I guess, Diplomats are being thrown out of countries all over, left and right. And that yeah. is another sign of war, right? Oh, yeah. And, and here's some headlines. To, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just going to say it's uh, the diplomatic objections on both sides are becoming fast and furious. Multitudes of them a day even are going. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, escalating so rapidly. And here we are coming up on the 21st. Don't forget, though, tomorrow is uh, April 19th. That's a very, very bad day. Here's another little headline off subject in a little bit. Toronto residents, now this is because of Charlie Victor Alpha 9, not allowed out of their houses anymore, uh, according to evidently the uh, uh, overlord of uh, Ontario province, which is a huge province. Now they're saying you got to get a passport to go from one province to another, and that's going to happen here in the United States, folks. You're going to have to have papers if you're allowed to travel at all, and you're probably going to have to get permission. 
they're loudly proclaiming now that, you know, this is just, it's getting worse, and we're going to have to just shut down everybody. So, you know, it's uh, it's just the way it is. And uh, anyway, what else you got, Larry, before we close out for tonight? Well, the latest data, uh, some of Hal Turner's, in, you know, intel, and it seems to indicate he thought the war would start just before around May the 2nd, according to the intel circuits. However, uh, a lot of the uh, intel seems to indicate now that this may kick off before that. And I would just tell people to really, really, really keep a heads up, like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and see where some of this is going, because we've almost reached, uh, I guess you could say, critical mass. Yeah, yeah. And the way they're building this up and the rhetoric that's going along with it, we'll just turn you... um, Donbass and uh, Crimea into a nuclear wasteland, that sort of thing. Uh, anyway, it's it's too bad. Uh, here's I just want to close out with this one: greatest violations of Nuremberg Code in history. Catherine Austin Fitch, she's a very important lady. I think the bankers are trying to chip us, she says. Moderna describes their injection gene therapy as an operating system. I agree with them. I think they're trying to download an operating system into our bodies. I don't think it's an accident. The man President Trump appointed as head of Operation Warp Speed was an expert, listen to this, at brain-machine interface. Isn't that interesting? Just as Bill Gates downloads an operating system into your computer and then gives you updates. (laughs) People, I don't know, folks. Yes, exactly. The Borg. Yep, it's it's incredible. And the American people are doing nothing, basically. And I'm not including all, in case somebody gets upset. (laughs) But by by and large, nobody's doing anything about it. And uh, it's too bad, really, because they should be. But they aren't, and I don't think they're going to either. I think the assessment that... uh, that 97% of the people go along with all this. Anyway, thanks a lot, Larry. Thanks, uh, everybody, for listening. Take care. And uh, heads up, as Larry has told you, if anything breaks, we'll have a special news. Okay. Good night, folks. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.